And we greet you with 10,000 hallelujahs in our hearts this morning from all of us at the teams at Radio Cape Pulpit and Radio Pulpit. Good morning and be blessed on this beautiful morning. It's overcast here in Pringle Bay. It's raining in the mountains and it's dark across the ocean. So some rain it seems. Yeah, I can smell it. It's coming over the ocean. And I pray that the new wine of the gospel of Christ Jesus' grace and the love of God and the power of the Holy Spirit will reign upon you today. Welcome to the ministry of Radio Pulpit and K Pulpit today. And may every second of this broadcast day be glorifying God alone, giving God all the honor and all the praise. Romans chapter 8 says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do, because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so He condemned sin in the flesh, in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us, who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. And those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of God, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the Spirit gives life because of the righteousness. And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give you life everlasting. And the one who knows no condemnation is the one that walks according to the Spirit. Romans 8, verse 1 to 11. A new mindset. Four minutes past six o'clock on this Wednesday morning, the 18th of January. A new mindset. The one who knows no condemnation, says Romans 8 verse 1, is the one that walks according to the Spirit, and the spiritual mindset seeks God and godliness. The Greek word for condemnation, no condemnation, there is Therefore, no condemnation. We do not fully understand what Paul was saying to the Italian Christians in Rome. 
we do not know the full meaning of condemnation. The Greek word is katakrima, katakrima, for condemnation, katakrima. That means, I'm just going to paint a picture in words and get a picture in your mind of this Greek term katakrima, condemnation. For instance, the Christians in Rome, when they were caught by the uh, Caesar's police, if I can say it like that, they were asked to say, who is the ruler? And they had to say, Caesar is the ruler. But they said, Jesus Christ is the Lord. To Iesu to Kiryu. And when they said that, that Jesus is the Lord, they were caught, and then their hands were binded at their backs, their ankles binded together, they were blindfolded and thrown off a cliff, the nearest, highest cliff. And it took a few days for them to die. And the crows came, and with their beaks, they picked off the blindfolding and picked out the person's eyes to get to the soft tissue of the brain. It was a terrible way to die. The other way was that they were caught and they were tied to a pole and smeared tar and lit to burn as lights at the banquets at night. That was condemnation. So they had this picture of what condemnation were or was. Daar is dis nou geen veroordeling vir die wat in Christus Jesus is nie. Romeine 8 vers 1. A new mindset. You are being born again. When you came into this world, you were born into the family that already had a world view because of their mindset. And that this would usually be in opposition to the biblical world view. But when we are born again into the family of God, as John 1 Verse 12 to 13 says, Through faith in Christ, the Holy Spirit begins to transform our mindset. And this comes about when we surrender our life and our mind, not only our life, but our mind as well, as Romans 12 verse 1 to 2 says, to Christ Jesus. And by the word of God, we get a new mindset. God's word, the Bible, is living and powerful because it is spirit, says John 6, verse 63 and Hebrews 4, verse 12. And when I memorize and meditate on Christ's word, Bible, it will sanctify and renew my mind so that I will have the mind of Christ. Yes. And I want to say it again. 
nothing else, nothing else. When I memorize it, read, meditate, study the Word of God, the Holy Spirit comes and sanctify and renew my mind, and I will have the mind of Christ Jesus, says His Word. God's Word helps me to stay my mind on God, says Isaiah 26 verse 3, and therefore create a new mindset. And how does this come about? By the Spirit of God, by the Holy Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit is the presence and the power of God in me. And when I b allow God to take control of my mind, he will strengthen my mind with holy thoughts and divine revelation, which in turn will give me a godly mindset. And you know, when this happens, as the Bible says, go and read Psalm 37, I can go to God and ask Him whatever I want, and He will give it to me. Why? Because I have the mindset of Christ. I have a godly mindset. I have divine revelation. I have holy thoughts in Jesus' grace. And I have the power that strengthens my mind so that when I seek God through Christ Jesus' grace in prayer, I will ask according to God's word, to call according to His will. Paul even tells us that the Holy Spirit will also reveal the mind of God to me and show me the things that are needful for life and direction. Go and read it. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9 to 14. And this is not a wishy-washy gospel. This is no social gospel. This is no human... What is the word? It's not uh, satisfying human rights. The world today is all about human rights. I've got the rights. I've got the rights. This is not about human rights. This is about God's holy will. And the result in wisdom is to walk in the ways of God and to fulfill His will in my life. That is what the new mind said, when there is no condemnation anymore, will bring to me. Even though my life, my flesh, in this life comes to an end and I die, and my body goes to the grave. The Spirit of God will carry me to the bosom, if I may use that word, to the breast of God. Because on the right-hand side of God, Jesus Christ is my advocate. And therefore I need a new mindset. It's imperative. And now perhaps you would say the word imperative is a very uh, difficult word to understand. I want to explain it again. In the Greek texts and tense, when the verb is written in the imperative tense, it means it is not my will to follow, but God's will. It's a command. It's a command. And I always remember way back, 
when I was in the Air Force, way back when I was a young man, those days, many South Africans, and it was imperative, and it was law. Yes, in the apartheid days, it was imperative that all white young males had to go to the army for two years. They called it national, what did they call it? National service, I think, if I remember correctly. And I went to Valhalla in Pretoria. And that was the Air Force gym in Pretoria. I remember, I can see the Air Force gym in front of my, in, in my mind, in, in my mindset at the moment. I see the parade ground. I see the sergeant major. I see the RSM. His name was Sergeant Major RSM Jan van Seil. I see him in my mind. I see my flight sergeant. I can't remember his correct name, but we used to call him Jan Tankis. Sorry for that. That was his nickname in Valhalla. And we were only nine in, uh, we called it a flight. Nine dominies together. And they chased us morning, noon and night. I think the basic training was 12 weeks, if I remember correctly. And, uh, hey, it was, it was, <laughs> that was, that was good discipline, to put it bluntly. It was, it was good discipline. You had to make your bed that it looks like uh, a firoki box. It was that matchbox. It was square. You you even ironed your bedding with an iron. You get the easter, strike easter. Yeah. And you had to comb the edges 45 degrees. I slept on the floor for 12 weeks on the tiles because I didn't want to mess up my and then the flight sergeant would come in and rip the bed apart and you had to make it all over. I had, my job was to clean all the tiles in between those vinyl tiles. I had to clean all the dirt and my second job was to clean the toilets. That was my job in basic training in the Air Force at Valhalla at the gymnasium. Every morning, I think it was about four o'clock. I had to go to uh, the ablution block, as they called it, and I had to clean all the urinals, urinals, what do you call those things, and the toilets, I had to scrub them. On my knees, I had to clean the floors. Yeah, everyone had to do s things like that. But it learned us what the word imperative means. If you had a command... From the commander, you didn't hesitate, you did. And it was a discipline. Now this is the same as Paul, he is telling these Romans in Italy, come on, this is the command of the Lord God Almighty that you must have a new mindset. If you want to walk in the power 
and in the victory and in the success of the grace of Christ, it is a command, an imperative to have a new mindset. And the spirit, spiritual mindset of Romans 8 comes because you are not condemned anymore. What an ugly word. What an ugly feeling, an ugly future to be condemned. On the other hand, you are justified by Christ's grace into a new relationship with Jesus resulting from your spiritual new mindset, says Romans 8 verse 1 to 11. And the spiritual mindset results in sonship and heirship. Romans 8 14 says those who walk after the Spirit are called sons of God, daughters of God. The spiritual mindset results in special work by the Holy Spirit, says Romans 8 verse 16 and 26 to 28. The fruit will be on your life's tree because Romans 8.16 says the Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. With our spirit, not to our spirit, with my spirit, I will have the testimony in agreement with the testimony of the Holy Spirit confirming that I am forgiven. I've received the blessing by the promise of the gospel that I have a spiritual mindset. Oh, what then shall I say of these things? That's the grand finale of Romans 8. If God is for us, who and what can be against us? He who didn't spare his own son but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ Jesus who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God who also makes intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That is the new mindset. That is the command. That is the imperative. We are called to be with a new mindset. By the grace of Christ Jesus, no condemnation, but a new mindset. And nothing can separate me ever from the love of God. Father God, in Jesus' name, here I am. A new day and a new mindset. Amen.